everyone. Welcome to the Nitty Gritty of Real Estate podcast. Today I'm here with Jill Paddock from the TJK team, and we're going to kind of find out a little bit about Jill. So this is a section we call, Let's Get to Know the Agent. Hey, Jill, thanks a lot for joining uh, me today. I really appreciate it. Jill, today we're going to talk a, a lot about you. Not a little about you. We're going to talk a lot about you. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to ask you a few questions, and I would like for you to respond in your own words how this um, whole real estate experience has transpired for you, okay? Okay. All I can right. Do that. So number one, tell me a little bit about yourself and where you came from and why you got into real estate. Okay, a little bit about me. Uh, well, first off, I'll say that I never would have anticipated in my life that I would end up as a real estate agent. Um, I actually went to college, got a degree for teaching, taught for about eight years, um, stayed home with my kids for a few years, went back to teaching. And um, around that time, actually, I got divorced and realized that on my own as a teacher, I was not going to be able to provide for my family the way I wanted to. So that had me starting to explore other career paths, other things I could do. And in doing all of that, I had a friend tell me, why don't you try real estate? I think you could do it. And I told her, well, I can't sell something. And she goes, you are not trying to sell somebody a house. They're going to buy a house if they want to buy a house. What you're trying to do is show them why they need to work with you. And at that point, it kind of changed my whole perspective as far as realizing I wasn't forcing people to buy things they don't want to buy. Like I always heard sales and I thought you're trying to get people to buy things. And it really changed my perspective into like I can actually help them and make sure that they're getting what they want. I can look out for them. And from there, I just started learning more about real estate and decided to give it a try. And here I am five years later. Wow. Very successful, by the way. So with that, Jill, kind of tell us where you were and where you are now. Starting out in real estate, um, I was kind of lost feeling, I'd say. Um, the person that encouraged me, I don't want to say convinced, that encouraged me to start. I worked with her for a bit, but she was more focused on um, rehab, purchasing, flipping, and things like that. And I really got into it with the intention of making connections and working with people. And so that just wasn't a good fit. So then um, I switched and I went into, I joined Keller Williams, started working with somebody else who needed uh, support, who had kind of gotten bigger and couldn't handle everything. And for a while that was great. Um, and then kind of outgrew that and the opportunity to join this team came up. So I jumped. Interesting. So can you share with me the moment that uh, made you realize that joining our team was the right thing to do? Absolutely. Um, so I did when I decided the previous team was not a good fit any longer. Uh, I started exploring going out on my own um, or maybe joining another team. I quickly realized doing it on my own was not going to work. Uh, I, at that point, didn't have enough experience, but I kind of had a bad taste in my mouth with teams. Um, so I was hesitant, but then in speaking with you and speaking with Heather, I realized it was a very different team, uh, in that it was truly, I mean, of course you want success, 
but there was also a genuine desire to see me be personally successful and to support that in any way that you can. Um, and also realizing the, in all of your years of experience, the mm -hmm. infinite well, uh, wisdom you had to share. Okay. Well, thank you for uh, calling me old nicely. I appreciate <laughs> that. That's the teacher so, in me. Yeah. So I have a, an, another question here. How has being a part of our team, you know, really impacted your approach to real estate? This team has taught me more about building a relationship with somebody. Uh, previously, it was very much sell a house, let's go and close it and be done. Um, it was very cold almost. It was not personal. Uh, this team taught me that, you know, you, of course, want to grow your business, but you want to grow a business by bringing value to the people you work with. So you all helped me to figure out a way to do that. Um, how to connect with them, how to understand what they want, how to ask the questions to understand what they want, and then in sometimes how to ask the questions to help them figure out what they want. So it really is a much more um, environment where we, or I feel as though like a real relationship is being built with my clients and I really do care about them and the team actually cares, you know, about me too. Absolutely true. So if I could paraphrase what you said, it seems that when you came onto the team and you started analyzing and observing, we were more about farming relationships than hunting for a deal. Yes. Okay. Yes. It was previously very transactional. Like I said, it was, you want to buy a house? Let's go. Um, this, it's much more you know, it's okay if it's not right now. Let me show you how to, you know, best prepare. Again, it's just very much building a, a world through providing value to other people. Excellent. So what opportunities for personal and financial growth have you found most valuable here on the team? Uh, so many. <laughs> <laughs> well, personal growth, um, I have felt myself become more confident, um, both just in myself in business, but also, um, in my own, in my own world, um, you know, becoming more, uh, outspoken, direct and not being afraid of confrontation when it necessarily has to, you know, has to take place. We don't go out picking fights, but <laughs> we're also not going to get, uh, you know, walked on. And then, um, financially it's actually, it's been incredible. Um, I have my own investment property now. I have a rental property. Um, I've been able to learn about syndications, become involved in that. Um, learned different creative ways to, again, create other investments in real estate. And then also how to help people figure that stuff out for themselves too. Previously, all of that just seemed so overwhelming and so daunting. And it amazes me in the little over two years, I think, that I've been here. Mm -hmm how much simpler it seems. Um, and I'll surprise myself sometimes with things I'll say. I'll be like, wow, I didn't realize I, I knew that already. <laughs> Very good. Very good. So can you talk about a challenging situation that our teams kind of help support you on where maybe if you weren't on the team, you wouldn't have had that support? Um, there's been... Lots of challenging situations. Um, I think that's just part of being in real estate. Mm -hmm. There's never, you know, you're always thinking, oh, this one will be easy. This one. And then there's some curveball that gets yep. thrown. 
Um, so in that regard, just the ability to know the business so well, okay. to know um, the contract, to understand the process and the procedures has helped me to not panic, which in turn then helps me to, you know, just handle things properly. And also then to not allow the stress or potential stress of work to come into my personal life. In addition to that, it's, you know, different things um, that will come up that if I wasn't on this team in my personal life, I would have to give up or forego or not be able to participate in. And that means a lot to me because, as a, well, you know, your kids are only little once, yep, your family's, exactly. yeah. Exactly. And while working and making money to uh, support your family is very important, being there for your family is very important too. So just having the support to be able to not miss out on the big things is really important. Okay. And in what ways has our coaching and training contributed to your success? That has been one of the key pieces. I cannot imagine where I would be without all of that coaching and training. Um, I think our, our coach actually, just on a few conversations ago, he was like, you never would have said that a few years ago. Yep. Um, and again, it just comes down to you know, the, the constant education that we get, whether it be from our weekly coaching meetings or our daily things, you know, our daily um, practices with you, um, our meetings each week talking about changes in the market. All of that helps you to, or helps me at least to learn more, to again, be better at my job, to understand what's going on so I can offer sound advice to people I work with. So you're a valuable asset to your clients. i I believe I am. Yes. Mm -hmm. So Jill, how do you think our marketing approach sets us apart from other real estate companies and or agents? A lot of agents, you know, they go into marketing with um, just the standard. We'll stick a sign in the yard. We'll throw it in the MLS. We'll wait for somebody to come. Um, not many are proactive. Okay. And by proactive, I mean, you know, going above and beyond the MLS putting things out there on different social media platforms, um, places that you wouldn't even think necessarily to advertise on, mm -hmm. um, making sure we don't miss those avenues. And then of course, you know, spending time each day calling and trying to find people to purchase a property, or if I'm working with a buyer, finding an area that they're interested in and working as hard as I can to find a house for them in that area. There's, I, I haven't seen any of the other teams that I am on or that I have been on work in that way for their clients. Okay. So how does a marketing um, department on our team help you to acquire listings? What, what do they provide you with? Uh, well, our marketing department has, you know, they've created for us these amazing presentations um, that allow me to, you know, explain all of the benefits of our team to a potential client explain to them why working with us is truly the best decision. So having that support, it's, I really like it because, you know, again, the former teacher in me likes visual aids. It gives you conversation starters. Um, so it still, of course, is on the agent doing the presentation to make sure everything is explained correctly. Mm -hmm. But all of that is, is there and ready for you. And then once we've secured that listing, I mean, the things that they do to make sure that everything is advertised correctly, um, that all of the marketing is, you know, top notch. 
it's, again, I haven't seen anything else like it. Hey, everyone. We want to interrupt this episode to let you know that we are a Keller Williams Southern Arizona franchise. We are also realtors practicing equal housing. Now let's get you back to the podcast. In addition to all of that, you know, one specific example, we had a potential client come to us who was so disappointed and so frustrated with their previous agent and the lack of marketing that had been done on their luxury home. And so knowing that, I reached out to our head of marketing, let him know, ask for a little bit more detail. And he actually offered to come to the presentation with me. We went down there together. He was able to answer a lot more of the technical aspect. That was really important to this particular client because all of those technical aspects were were right in his wheelhouse. He had a lot of questions that were just very specific that I couldn't have answered myself because it's not what I do. Um, so luckily, our head of marketing came with me, was able to answer everything, and we were able to secure the listing. Great. So tell me a little bit about the investment education that you've acquired on the team that's not only helped you, but has helped you with your clients? Yeah, Investments are something that I think people can get scared of. Yeah. I mean, I know I used to because you are helping somebody, you know, spend money on what's supposed to have a future return. And I think a lot of times people come into that with unrealistic expectations and then they are just completely turned off by the idea of, you know, investing uh, in real estate. And it's not because it's a bad idea. I mean, they're excited about it. It's because the person that they're working with hasn't explained it to them correctly so they can understand how it all works and what to look for as a sound investment and what the potential benefits are going to be. Because most people just take a look at how much am I paying versus how much am I making each month. And, and that's kind of cut and dry. And that loses so much of it. So being able to go through numbers and explain those to people is something I couldn't do before. Um, it's something that I still work on in, you know, when there's different weird, quirky situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, but having that basic understanding and the ability to explain it. It's one thing to know it, but it's another to be able to explain it. That's been really a big difference for me since joining the team. So Joe, what would you say to someone, you know, considering a career in real estate, individual agent versus maybe joining a team? So as a career in real estate, I could not imagine being an independent agent just because there are so many aspects of this career that without a team to back you, I don't know how I would be able to do it all or I can't say I don't know how. I know how I would do it all. I would have nothing else in life besides work. And that is not what I'm looking for. Um, So, you know, being independent, you are relying fully on yourself. You're going to rely on your own thoughts for how to market, your own ability to follow up. You're going to rely on systems that you put in place and probably develop on your own. Um, If somebody needs something, it's on you. I think teams get a bad rap because you do share some of your commission with the team. But the reason they have a bad rap is because oftentimes that agent is feeling like they're not getting back in return what they're giving. Um, I can say I certainly felt that way previously. Um, It definitely was not beneficial 
um, I felt as though I was turning over money for nothing or very little in return, uh, very little support. On this team, I can say I I couldn't do this without um, without everyone. It's nice to know that it's not just on me. Um, that I do have, like we spoke previously about the marketing department. I don't have to be the know-it-all of everything internet. That's not my job. I I can give somebody a call, ask questions, and get it taken care of. I don't have 46 years of experience in real estate. So when I come up with something that I don't know, I've got a resource. And just the day-to-day things, we have a director of operations to handle all of the back end things, make sure everything is being handled correctly, um, staying in compliance. We have a transaction coordinator to help make sure, you know, documents are being set. And it's just this huge stress relief. I I know I have different people for different tasks, so I don't have to feel like I'm getting pulled in 500 different directions. My job is to meet people, to work with them, and to help them invest, buy, sell, whatever it is they want to do with real estate. And that's all my job is. I don't have to deal with the stuff I don't like to deal with. Very cool. So could we paraphrase and say that joining a team is kind of like going into surgery? You have the brain surgeon. Mm -hmm. You have the cardiologist. You have the anesthesiologist. You've got the person that's monitoring the utensils. You've got the person that's monitoring all of the um, recording devices, like heartbeat, blood pressure, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It isn't just the brain surgeon. Right. So the brain surgeon can't do the brain surgery, can't do the anesthesia, all that, and be as effective. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, when you're pulled too thin and trying to remember and play too many different parts, the chances of either getting completely overwhelmed or missing something are far greater. It's much easier to focus on stay in your lane. And it's, I, I don't even think about the, you know, the the sharing of any commissions because I completely see the value in it. There is no question in my mind. Um, and I think one thing people forget about in real estate, they think flexibility and all this is great. Well, who's not going to do it when you're there or when you're not there? Yeah. So let's touch that. You went to flexibility. How do you balance the freedom of flexibility, you know, of real estate? Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks, oh, I'm my own boss. That I, that they really don't know, but they think all of that. And with the demands of the job, right? So you can have flexibility. I'll go in at 10 or 11 o'clock, you know, and I'll do this and all that. But your clients need you there now. Exactly. Uh, I think everybody goes into real estate thinking, I can set my own schedule and I can do what I want when I want. And as soon as you start seeing any sort of success, you quickly realize that your client sets your schedule and you can't necessarily do anything you want whenever you want. Um, so in that, again, is where part of the team comes in and the support, you know, things can get done in the background. Then the other thing is, you know, without a team behind you and without other people who are depending on you, it's easy to lack discipline. So knowing that you have other people on the team that are making phone calls, showing homes, you know, all around the same time you are, it makes it easier to just step in that task and do it as well. Interesting. So Jill, when you were on your own in the beginning with the investment and the person that was talking about flip and then your uh, previous team, how were your standard operating procedures there versus maybe the standard operating procedures we have here? 
Uh, our standard operating procedures were pretty well non-existent. Okay. Uh, things changed frequently and sometimes without rhyme or reason that I could figure. Um, so it's nice that we have a very, this is how things are done. And there is a reason behind it, which then, you know, anytime you have a reason behind something and you understand that reason makes it far easier to, you know, follow those procedures. And it just makes your time more effective. You know, I, I didn't understand time management. Um, previously the person who would be the leader of the team was very helter skelter. Um, so learning time management was not, it was going to be, have to be something I figured out on my own. And while I did okay, um, having the guidance of the team and the set standards in place has helped tremendously. Great. Now let's talk about having fun on the team. Tell me a little bit about some of the fun on the team you have, because we know this business, you know, you know, and I know that this business is, doesn't show its ugly side. It can be very stressful, mm -hmm. especially when you're dealing, as you said, with somebody's largest investment and time constraints or timelines that aren't met, mm -hmm. or maybe somebody had the wrong impression. That all can be real stressful on a real estate agent. But let's talk about some of the fun things that uh, are here on the team. Uh, well, just each week, the our team meeting, like they're, yeah. of course, we're serious when we need to be serious, but they are much more lighthearted. Our daily, our daily check and our daily huddle, they tend to start out, uh, again, lighthearted, kind of joking around and then getting into business. Those are helpful in keeping things light during the week. You do get really frustrated. Like you said, things will go wrong. You're not sure how to fix something. You Somebody says something, a client, you know, all sorts of different things can happen. So having somebody who's also in it with you, dealing with the same situation, same people, can help quite a bit in just helping you take a step back and realizing that it doesn't have to be so heavy and serious all the time. And also just the camaraderie of knowing somebody else went through a similar situation. What's the one piece of advice that you wish you would have known before you got into real estate? There's so many pieces of <laughs> advice. <laughs> um, the one piece of advice I would have liked to tell myself is to just keep at it because in the beginning, it is very hard not to get discouraged or frustrated because, you know, it is, it's a completely different type of business than anything else. So realizing that it takes time and also to have patience with yourself on realizing there's a lot that you don't know and also realizing that you need to work with people who make it okay that you don't know everything. That would be a big one. I, a lot of times was not supported in that way. And, you know, the lack of knowledge or just the information you do know comes with experience and you can only get that by just keeping going and, and learning from other people. Excellent. Well, Jill, I want to thank you so much for sharing your thoughts and answering the questions I had. I think it's really important that we let people know we're human beings. We're, you know, we're just real estate agents that are acting as human beings, right? Or Absolutely. is it human beings acting as real estate agents? You guys decide. 
Thanks a lot for listening to the Nitty Gritty of Real Estate podcast and getting to know the team. Thank you for listening and watching the Nitty Gritty of Real Estate podcast here with the Tom J. Krieger team of Keller Williams, Southern Arizona. If you are interested in buying a home, selling a home, or even investing in real estate, we have 5,000 agents across the country that we can connect you to. If you need any free resources, feel free to check out our website at www.thetjkteam.com. We hope you have a great day.